You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to our next guest and topic of today. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're talking about bed bugs as they are making headlines all over the world. But is this something new and, and how worried should we be? And what are some effective ways to be treating bed bugs? And joining me in the studio right now, we welcome back on the program insect expert Stuart Morton from BioCycle. Welcome back on the program, Stuart. Hey, welcome, Noreen. <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah. It has been a while. It's always lovely to, to yeah. see you. I don't know why I said welcome back because it's actually technically your first time back on the new show Brunch. <laughs> yes, it is. That's true. It is. Yeah. yeah. But you're such a familiar voice on on Radio Three for for many years. So it's great to see you again. So first of all, for some of our, uh, we are live on Facebook by the okay, way this great. morning. Uh, Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio Three. Yeah. <laughs> you'll be you'll be able to see and uh, hear Stuart there, and also I believe see a little bed bug. I think you brought along a I little. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah. There we are. There's a, there's a sample. It's oh. a female bed bug. Describe to our listeners, um, for the radio, what a bed bug is, what they look like, and, and are we likely to have encountered them? Uh, right. So bed bugs are really, they're sort of parasitic uh, insects, and they feed on blood, so mainly human blood. Um, they're about four to six millimetres in size, and they're oval. Simple way to describe them is the colour. They're sort of uh, like a reddish... A brown colour and about the size of a of an apple apple seed. So I look at them. Now, do we encounter them? Well, I think you know uh, quite a few people have encountered them at some point or other. You know, hotels. And, but um, you mentioned earlier about uh, is it something new? No, I mean this bed bugs came on the scene or reappeared around about two thousand and two, and then uh, then reached a bit of a peak around two thousand and six and seven. And then again around 2011 and 12. So since then we've pretty much had things under control. But now with the, you know, coming out of the pandemic, with travel and movement, um, you know, the, 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 we've probably not been taking care of things as as much as we have done. But but the protocols are in place and how we do them because what you know back in 2011 we were still struggling to find out. Uh, what we could do to contain them and then how to effectively treat them it was uh, it was a bit of an issue because a lot of uh, insecticides had not been uh, tested and labeled for bed bug treatment so there was a bit of a rush to catch up and do this and also bed bugs had managed to uh, build up quite a bit of resistance because back in the 50s when uh, we were using sort of DDT and highly toxic uh, pesticides then they had started to build resistance back then so now the lower toxic water-based uh, Pesticides uh, had virtually no effect on certain certain formulations. Yeah. Wow, they are really sort of resistant. Well, they have an. Actually, I was just reading a research paper yesterday that they have a that they have an enzyme in there which actually increases and uh, detoxifies uh, their, their the, pesticides. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So, so there are there is a there are two major groups of pesticides which they have now developed uh, quite considerable resistance to. Wow. Yeah. And describe a little bit about their life cycle, because they're not born bed bugs. They start off as like... Yeah, so the, the, the eggs are on a white cylinder, and they're sort of about a millimetre, less than a millimetre. And uh, the female, so uh, once she's mated, she lays approximately about five a day and can lay up to 200 in her life cycle. And it takes about, about depending on temperature, anywhere from four to 12 days before they hatch. And uh, and then the bed bugs they develop 
so they so they they, they start through uh, the egg, then hatch into the nymph, and then they go through five uh, molting processes, five instars before they develop into the adult. So before they can uh, change and grow, they must have a blood meal. So and also for the female to mate, like mosquitoes, they they need to have a, a blood meal as well. Wow. So are they feeding throughout their life cycle, or once they? Yes, they are. Yeah, they pretty much they feed. Um, Every t- every well about every eight to ten days they they go through a feed, and uh, typically uh, the time the the uh, premium time when they feed is usually <laughs> between one and five in the morning. So when we're asleep, that's when bed bugs are most active, and they typically feed between three to ten minutes, and they gorge themselves until they you know they're full to bursting, and then off they go. Are they so? I suppose, like you said, the size is about a size of an apple seed. So they are visible yeah. to the naked eye. Yeah, they eye. are. But the the issue is that you when you've got when you've got nymphs and you've got um, eggs, you don't know where you know. They're very hard to. You, know, you can see the naked eye, but you really have to look close, and you'd have to use a magnifier to see them. So you could typically you could because the eggs are sticky. So the female will take them and stick them on. You know. So typical example is like through luggage, soft luggage we're moving around, or even hard luggage with seams and seals and, and beading. So they you know the eggs are stick there and they're pretty much impervious. And they're hard to hard to, to hard peel to, off. To, yeah. Well hard to kill as well. Yeah. So yeah. And um are they okay? This is. Do they feed on pets or, or anything? So typically, um, so the, the bed bugs we're talking about, Cymex lectularius, that's the common bed bug. We have two main types. So we've got the there's the common bed bug, and we'll, we'll call it the tropical bed bug. So um, and they both they feed on they feed on humans, but also if there's no humans around, then they will feed on animals. But predominantly, they're feeding on. They prefer humans. Yeah, and now I think one concern that people have is also secondhand furniture, which I must admit I'm a bit of a fan of because there are people leaving mm-hmm. um, and stuff, and sometimes yeah, there are yeah. good deals. Is it quite likely that they attach to those sort of bed frames? Well, that could happen, yes. So, I mean, um, typically on furniture, so uh, you can get them down the seams and the folds and the, and the yeah. But, but bed bugs generally, so we call them bed bugs, so they're, they're, around, they're around the bed. And typically, then, uh, they're within a six foot, uh, two meter radius from around the bed. Now, the, the, one of the reasons that it's become, it became such a big problem in Hong Kong because we live in such small, Small family. and if you take a six foot radius around your bed, that's pretty much the, your, your entire the could entire be your room. entire room and other areas. So they can, whilst they are in the bed, one of the primary places that they hide is actually in the bed frame because you because they're flattened and oval shape, so that they can get in all the cracks and the crevices, and they can lay the eggs in the recesses where the screws go in or where the seam, the joints and things that they can they can get it. That's they are they are the, the places looking at. So people. Uh, Typically, you know, and the person said, so we've got bed bugs throughout the mattress and then they get buy a new mattress and bring it back in. They think, oh, the bed, 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 we've still got bed bugs. That's because they're in the frame and the other area around there. Yeah. So if you were to flip a mattress that has some sort of infestation, yeah. uh, do they live in colonies? Or are they yeah, they be do because they do. Um, uh, so they, they, they yeah, they're aggregate. So they, they have an aggregation pheromone in there. So they, they admit. So they do like to, to group, uh, aggregate together. Yeah. So you would look, typically you'll find, so one of the things you're looking for if you've got bed bugs, so um, when they um, when they gorge themselves, so the excess blood comes out and when it dries, it's it's black. So you're looking for black ink-like specks. They're the first things that you you will tend to see. So in the corners and the seams of the mattress folds, so not necessarily in the, on the sheet, then you've got to peel the sheet back and then look at the, the mattress inlay yeah. and then have a look at the... 
on another program, there was an expert who came on and said, you know, Hong Kong is the perfect place for it because it's so crowded. People are living in such close proximity. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think he mentioned something about the MTR and backpacks sort of rubbing against each other. Is it likely that it could transfer? Oh, uh, yeah, that, that absolutely. Method? That that is that absolutely that could do that because one of the, everybody's the, just against each well, other. Well, yeah, because so the, the research has shown that the the prime one of the primary ways that bedbugs have travelled around global travel is through luggage. So, so you know, that's how they and, and and what we tend to do is so we come back from holiday and so if you have a big house, okay, right, you may have uh, a luggage room, you know, you help escort us in, and your luggage goes in there. But most of us, it's under the bed or it's in the storage. So you come back and then. You 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 picked up bedding. You put your bedding. Uh, your bag goes under your bed. Hey presto, uh, that can start. You know, Gosh, it's true. My luggage you know? is kept under my hydraulic bed. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, oh, you no. have these things that peel up, right? Exactly. Okay, and you stick in, in there. Yeah. Oh no. So, okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about so the, treatment. Yeah. Treatment. So, uh, so it's not you know it's not all doom and gloom. Okay, we do know what we can do on that. So basically, uh, so looking at how do you how do you kill a bed bug? So. Knowing that there's a resistance to pesticides, the good news is that actually non-chemical methods by far the most preferred method. So we're using steam, we're using heat, we're using cold, and we're using uh, come time game. We're using vacuum cleaner. Good old vacuum cleaner is a good way to to hoover up and run seams. So um, the heat the, has to be over. Yeah. Now this is I, yeah. I, I I've just been I've just been scouring some uh, some papers on more papers because. When uh, when it first came up, we're looking at like 48.3 degrees centigrade is the optimum temperature for uh, for killing adult bed bugs. For eggs, it's 54.8 degrees. Okay, now that at that temperature, it is uh, it's less a minute. Okay, but if even a few degrees less than that, then you're looking it's time sensitive. So you can take let's say 40 degrees of heat. But then you would need to, it would be need to be 70 minutes at that temperature before, so, you know. So I think it's a, I think uh, looking at overall, it's a good idea. Now, just say 60 degrees, because it's, it's a nice simple number. And honestly, at 60 degrees, you, within uh, less than a minute, you can kill eggs and you'll kill the adults. And steam is boiling water, so that's well over 60 degrees, like, you know, so. That works. Put it well. in the in the washing machine at sixty degrees. By yes, washing or, or tumble dryer. Or tumble put it in the tumble dryer. Put it on yeah. a high heat. Put it in there. Put it in for five fifteen minutes. Yeah, you and, know, and steam then, for the yeah, bed and, frame. And, and steam the bed yeah. frame as well. Yeah. So and and then another um, diatomaceous earth, which is a powder, right? Which uh, DE powder. There is three different types. There is a food grade. There is a pest grade, and then there's a pool grade that's used for filtering and cleaning. But uh, the pest and human grade both will work, and that uh, that dehydrate sticks to because it's a silica dioxide, right? Diatoms, old fossil shells. It's mined, oh, and yeah. that's used as powder. So that is environmentally friendly, it's safe to use, and you, when you don't inhale too much of it, but you, you can put that around, and the bed bugs will it will adhere to them, and it will uh, dry them. You'll out. dry them out, and also yeah, because they're also, because the diatoms, they're sharp edges and they will uh, okay. cause uh, Is it then loss. safe for us to sleep on the bed after that treatment? You, well, you, didn't, you won't necessarily. So I would, um, so we, around, so you, we'd use the DE powder around the perimeter. So if you're doing a treatment, you use the steam and the vacuum for your mattress and the bed frame like that. And then you would use, uh, use the, the other the pesticide or, or, or DE powder around the perimeter and the edges. There, oh, the I see. So not necessarily on the no, bed. No, so I if, yeah, yeah, it's not, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because I read a separate article. You know, once these bed bug stories hit the headlines, yeah. it just, it just, it's mad. Um, mm. A British couple died on holiday after the room next to them had been fumigated uh, for bed bugs yes. uh, with carbon monoxide, and this was in Egypt. Yes. Um, so sometimes the treatment is actually really terrible for the for the for the human being. Um, is carbon monoxide? I'd never heard of that as a treatment for bed bugs. Uh, well, yeah, they're just taking removing air. So you take, yeah. But I wouldn't, I'm, you know, you're using dry ice or something. Like that, you do, yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, that, yeah. No, but, that's not. Yeah, I, we, I've not heard of. I mean, fumigate, fumigating the bed bugs doesn't really work. It's not. You know, you can go smoke bomb, put it in there, and they're done. Because by and large, where they where they're going and where they're living, that's. Fumigating is a space spray, so if you're using it in the seams and the folds and the hidden areas, and they can survive quite long periods, you know, in dense, uh, sealed-off areas. Yeah. So, I mean, that's great that you you mentioned the treatment. So the best way is, should we come back from a holiday with luggage, the best thing to do is just to try and unpack outdoors, or can you clean no, but the, come in, you when you the come luggage? In, yeah, you can, you, can, you can come back. When you come back, first thing, don't put your luggage in the bedroom. Yes. Put it in the bath, unpack there, put your clothes in, wash them, or separate, put them in a bag. You know, you quarantine everything. And then if you, you, you can either spray your luggage or steam it. If you're not going to do that, put it in a bag, plastic bag and then, uh, and then seal it up. One of, one of the great things, uh, we, one of the great things which would be good to use, you remember um, for space saving, I was advertised a while ago with these plastic bags that uh, you put your laundry and everything and you suck the air out oh, and you yes. vacuum, se vacuum, vacuum seal. Yeah. yeah. So um, you could, that would be ideal. You come back in and then put your suitcase on one of these big things there, take the vacuum seal there, and you leave it there for a week and then the bed bugs will be dead. That's and, or you can put your clothing in there after you've washed it in storage while you're working your way through or put them in uh, plastic uh, storage bins and then tape and seal. Uh, those while you're working your way through. Yeah, yeah. that's good. We've got a f just a minute left uh, b sure. before the news because every time, you know, say on Hong Kong Moms or any sort of forums here in Hong Kong, if somebody says, oh, we've got bed bugs, it's always such a big headache and people are always afraid of it. Typically, how long does it take for a household to eliminate bed bugs from your experience? Yeah, well, it can be done in uh, a couple weeks? of... Yes, yeah, you, yeah. Uh, typically you'll, take, you'll, you'll, you'll have to have, a, well, you recommend two to three treatments, so... Yeah. You know, you do the first one, then you got to follow up in a week, and then you got a safety one. You got to watch and see, and then with that, and also it requires a lot of um, audience participation. You've got to pack up and do the things there and prepare for the treatment and the different rooms. Right. Yeah, Finally, yeah. remind our listeners once again, Stuart. Thank you so much for all your advice. Um, how can we find out more about you and your work? Um, are you on social media? Um, yes, I guess I. Yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> on Facebook. Yes. Yeah, BioCycle. We have a, a social media page, and uh, and uh, you know, BioCycle.hk. Excellent. Yeah. And I look forward to inviting you back on next time. Great. I remember your favourite insect is termites. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah we're in low season now. <laughs> we'll get you back for the swarming season. Thank you Thanks. so much.